0: What up, everybody? Welcome to the Basement Broadcast. Where Random Thoughts Come to Light. It's your boy, Just James. And it's your boy,
1: Philly. What up, though? Episode two, episode two. We're back at it. Second round, brother. Good to be here, man. I'm super happy. I'm glad that we... Uh, how do you feel that we went live, though? I feel good, man.
0: You know, uh, I'm really excited about what's to come. And first episode went well. Pilot shows went well. And uh, we're rolling, man.
1: Yeah, I think it's really cool that... Um, I mean, obviously, we didn't we didn't do heavy promotion right away, but... We're still new to it all, so.
0: Yeah, there's no need at this point. You know, um, it'll come in time. Every, You know, Rome wasn't built in a day, homie.
1: Right, so um, for today's episode, our fives of the week, we're doing movies. I don't know how you went with yours, but for me, I feel like I made decisions based on uh, just times of my life, so this is going to be interesting.
0: Nice, yeah. For me, it's just like movies that I know I'll sit down and watch almost every single time they're on. Just five movies that are just iconic in their own right. There's going to be different categories that we're going to do throughout our tenure that, you know, it's going to change. Like, we get, we talked about doing classics. We talked about doing horror movies, comedy movies, all that stuff. So, um, I'm sure there's going to be some variances in our our list, but I'm excited to get to it, man.
1: Yeah, me too. All right, so you want to, you want to kick it off? Yeah, so
0: this is a no-brainer for me.
1: Um, <clears throat> the Shawshank Redemption.
0: Ooh. It's my all-time favorite movie. Andy Dufresne. That's a fantastic pick. And with... um. Morgan Freeman narrating it the whole time like I mean come on man whose voice is better than Morgan Freeman dude the, he's got the best voice ever yeah it's it's awesome um came out in 1994 I mean Andy Dufresne Ellis Red Redding dude uh Sam Norton the damn warden I couldn't help but want to beat his ass throughout the whole movie
1: yeah he was a character that you really wanted to you, you wanted to kill and it's
0: crazy like when I was researching it it only did 16 million coming out its first uh weekend but i also learned that forrest gump and pulp fiction came out at the same time oh shit and talk about three iconic movies right there you know what i mean yeah yeah but once they relaunched it it went for 58.3 mil so thank god they did the relaunch i think it got into more people's houses and you know people viewed it more so i think uh yeah man it's just it's great the whole story is it's awesome
1: yeah, definitely, it's a classic. That's a, that's probably on a lot of people's list for favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, that's not this isn't your favorite movie of all time, but that's just uh, it's it's going to forever be a classic movie. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, do you know who wrote it? Was it was that a Stephen King? No, no, no. Green Mile was a Stephen King movie. Yeah, I'm not sure who wrote it, but um, whoever did, it's a genius. That was amazing. Yeah, it was an amazing movie. So who uh, who tops your list? So. Um, for Actually, this will probably be my only pick that is actually my favorite movie of all time, and it's A Bronx Tale.
0: Okay, solid, so solid.
1: Yeah, dude, that's, that's my favorite movie of all time. Uh, it'll never change, and it came out—I'm trying to look when it came out, actually, because I don't know. A lot of people don't know this, but it was written by Chaz Palminteri, and it was Robert Niro's directorial debut, and Chaz actually wrote the movie about himself. Wow. So it's it's his real life story. It doesn't say based on a true story or anything, but he is the little boy in the movie who witnessed the murder in the Bronx and uh kind of the the head guy of the mafia in the Bronx took him under his wing. And uh yeah, his dad was a bus driver and, and all that. So yeah.
0: It's it's a little home for you because you 'cause you're for the Bronx. For
1: the Bronx <laughs> I live in the Bronx. <laughs> uh yeah, a little bit. I mean not not really, but <laughs> But it's just a lot of the lines in the movie really stood out to me. Like, waste, uh, the saddest thing in life is, is wasted talent. of talent. Um, that, that's just an iconic line. Uh, you know, we did a good thing for a bad man. There's just so many good lines that kind of, like, stuck with me as these sort of, uh, like, lessons. You know, and I love movies that you can watch. And then after the movie, you, you still think about the movie. Like, wow, I really learned... I really learned a lot and I can rewatch it over and over and sort of learn something new.
0: Yeah. And that's, what's kind of cool about the Shawshank Redemption too, because there's such a story being told, like if he's, you know, wrongfully accused for that murder or not, I don't even think they've either explained that or not, but he, he feels that he's innocent. Right. So yeah. The whole time, it's, it's all about control, mind control, really, to have that kind of patience to dig that tunnel in the prison and actually go through with it. Right, like, It's right. Just wild, man. And then him and Red to keep that friendship, and they link up at the end. Like, I just thought that was so dope. Um, yeah. It's, it's a great start. Um, you probably won't be surprised with my number two, but it's Scarface. Oh, um, my God, man. You Pacino. Know, yeah, I mean, Pacino just kills It came out way back in 83 uh Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer both killed it
1: dude oh yeah yeah I mean it's
0: just everybody knows what it is it's pretty cliche um it's probably gonna be on a lot of people's lists um but it's just one of those movies man it just, it's gonna go down in time as one of the greats and I think
1: uh I still watch it whenever it's on you know what I mean did, yeah did you know that it was a remake yeah yeah isn't that crazy now I want to ask you this do you know who wrote Scarface I don't, but I do remember Al Pacino saying he was just—he fell in love with
0: it. He loved the whole story and couldn't wait to do that movie.
1: It was—it was Oliver Stone, dude. That's right, the guy that wrote that. Any Given Sunday. Right, he doesn't even get credit for it because Oliver Stone's a director, and I think I can't remember who directed it now, but it's some famous director that directed Scarface. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill myself for for not knowing it, but um. Let me get the facts. Yeah. Oliver Stone wrote it when he was fighting, uh, when he was battling against his cocaine addiction. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Crazy. It's a crazy script though, man. Yeah, it really is. It's just wild. And I'm sure at the time, I think my mom was telling me too, like the shower scene where he had him chained up in the, in the bathroom with the chainsaw. She said that scene was crazy. It left people horrified in the movie theater. And it's funny because when you watch that scene, they don't show anything. They don't show him cutting his arm off or anything. They just show the blood splattering. But Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma. Yeah. Okay. So yep. So he's like a famous director too. Yeah. So yeah, I don't even know. Like I just I never remember Oliver Stone being credited for writing the movie. Yeah. But once it came out, I was like, damn, why don't people talk about that? He's a he's a famous writer.
0: Well, I think people just love the come up story. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what your background is, no matter you know. Yeah. I mean, like I talk, I talk to you all the time about comeback stories. Right. The rise up. And the comeback stories are always captivating. So <clears throat> it's definitely an interesting uh, tale. So who do you got next?
1: So next, oh, God. All right, so I'm going to get killed for this one. But <laughs> it's uh, it's Edward Scissorhands. Okay, interesting. Yeah, um, I don't know why. Like, the reason why I picked this movie is because I remember it being, like, a big part of the childhood. And also, it's weird. Like, I liked it when I was a kid for different reasons. When I rewatch it now, I'm kind of a sucker for, like, romance in movies but the real thing about the movie have you ever seen that movie or no oh yeah for sure so like what i picked up on it or what i what i got from it later on in life is really it's about an outsider who doesn't fit in with society mm. and not only that he has this sort of thing that makes him unique which is the scissor hands but they also are like his reason for not being able to fit in and he also hurts people and he hurts himself cuz he can't he can't really control what he has right so it's sad because uh you know the community loves him they think he's he looks weird so it's unique but then those same things that make him unique sort of like prevent him from fitting in with society which is all he wants and at the end he ends up like going back to spoiler alert but he ends up going back to where he lives by himself because he can't get he can't fit in anywhere the woman he wants to be with he can't be with he, he just can't conform and um I don't know I just I, I really think it's it's such a metaphorical movie for people that kind of walk their own path and they want to be so much a part of something and they can't.
0: Yeah, no, it's that's a great analogy too. Yeah. Because I, mean, I think so many people can relate. Obviously not with scissors on their hands, but <laughs> right. in the real world, definitely. And that was actually a Tim Burton directed film too. Yeah,
1: I love Tim Burton.
0: So that's that's a good one. I was not expecting that, but it definitely makes sense and um definitely a great movie. One of those timeless movies that will go down as one of the greatest of all time yeah and i think uh you you know you had to know this one was gonna be on the list but goodfellas
1: oh man i love goodfellas see i I, you know what's funny i knew you were gonna pick all these movies i loved Mm. i knew that dude but i was like i gotta i gotta kind of pick the ones because for nostalgic purposes but you think i'm funny funny how (laughs) like i'm a clown i amuse you i'm here (laughs) to fucking amuse you
0: So many great lines. It's just one of those classics, dude. I mean, every time it's on, I st- I'm glued to the couch, and I just I love it. It's, it's like Casino too. Yeah. Um. I didn't want to go all gangster movies with my list, but um, obviously, Goodfellas is just one of the greatest of all time.
1: Martin Scorsese.
0: Yeah, I mean, phenomenal. Came out in 1990. grows 47 million. <laughs> um, you know, De, De Niro, Leota, Pesci, Bracco, and um, Servino.
1: Just a great job by all those characters, man. Yeah. Yeah. That movie. Um. You look like a gangster, <laughs> you like my shoes, ma aren't they great? <laughs> yeah, no was, that movie just uh dude, it's just heavy hitters all around, yeah. and the fact that it was a true story right, right that Henry Hill really ratted everybody out and yeah. uh yeah had to live had to live in the witness protection program. that's crazy it is it's it's wild, man. I love that movie. how do you feel about that though him ratting everybody out? you think it, you think he was I think you almost got to put yourself
0: in that spot if your family was on the line. Yeah, you know what I
1: mean because it kind
0: of what De Niro tried to do with his wife and get her set up there. You know? Oh what yeah, I mean? that how, was a
1: wild scene, dude.
0: Yeah, it just put things into perspective how cutthroat it is in that lifestyle. Yeah, you know, so it kind of takes you there and like, in a sense, like you know, he's a bad guy, like he's doing all this this crazy stuff, and, right? Um, <laughs> you know, he's got his uh, his little candy habit, and you know, he's got all these chicks, and but. You feel like, as a family guy, I feel it. I feel for. I'm not saying I would do that in that situation, but you right. kind of understand where he's coming from. You know well, what it was I
1: mean? it was weird though too because like when they were in jail, when they showed that scene, it was kind of like they were in a suite, you know, like a hotel suite. Mm-hmm. They were passing around fucking sausage and cooking, and I was like, dude, if that was jail, like I could have did that. Right. You know, right. that that wasn't. They were kind of se- segregated from everybody else. They yeah. were, they were off on their own. So, um, what do you think you would do in that situation? I probably would have told. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I felt like it was weird. Th- you know who I felt bad for in that movie was Paulie. Yeah. The the guy that kind of, cause he was he was looking out for Henry a lot, like say, saying, you know, you can't be cheating on your wife, you can't be dealing with drugs, and he kept turning his back on dude, and dude gave him money and like helped him out. I just felt bad for Paulie, and it's like, you guys have this code. You don't break the code, and if you don't break the code, you should be all right. And I think Henry was in a good place until he got greedy and wanted to do some other shit. Yeah, Paulie always had their back, you Mm -hmm. know what I
0: mean? It always seemed like under the surface, there's a bunch of other hidden agendas, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and I mean, it was kind of sad to see, like, the moment Henry was on the stand, and he's like, do you you know where Paul is? Do Do you see him in the thing? And he just pointed right at him, and it's like, damn, dude, after all he did for you? So I don't think I could be that, I don't think I could do that. Who's your favorite character in that movie? Uh Joe Pesci. Yeah, I thought he killed it. He was fucking incredible in that movie. He was just lights out, man. He's still fucking breathing. <laughs> he's fucking stabbing him. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, dude. He's uh he's wild. All right, so. So, all right, my next my next pick. This is uh it's actually a Japanese animation movie. It's called Akira, and that shit is fucking incredible. Never seen it. Um Yeah, it's like, I I wasn't really an anime dude. And then uh, my friends showed me that movie when I was a kid. And it was just, it it was amazing. I think it came out in 1988. It still, to this day, has, like, some of the best animation. Back then, it was advanced. Because the way they were, I guess the way they were drawing it, sometimes when they have, I guess for each frame, you have to draw, like, a picture and for every little movement and sometimes they skip certain frames and it looks choppy when things happen in slow motion but for this specific one they literally freehanded or drew each individual like slide Mm. and it just made it look so crazy so i don't know it was just kind of it pushed the the whole category of of animation forward and it was sort of ahead of its time but the story alone is, is just incredible and i think leonardo dicaprio is trying to make a A real live movie about it i know they're trying to okay i don't know if it's ever gonna happen or what it would hold up to but um i don't know like i don't were you ever into cartoons or like anime at all like x-men and oh cartoons yeah
0: yeah for sure x-men definitely
1: yeah like see for me like i never i was always into cartoons but once i got introduced to anime i realized that like animes is cartoons for like adults you yeah, know? And
0: actually this uh this film got a lot of good reviews. I mean, it was 8 out of 10, 90% from Rotten Tomatoes, so Yeah,
1: it's amazing, dude. It's 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 incredible. Yeah, definitely might have to check that out. Yeah, it just has a really good story. Really really you kind of fall in love with the characters. Like honestly, I think you would like it. Any adult would appreciate the story. Okay. And it's one of those movies that you can watch over and over and you pick up different things that you didn't realize. You kind of have to rewatch it. Sure. But it's it's got a good soundtrack too. Like it's just it's amazing. Um but yeah.
0: All right, so this one this one hits close to home to me just because, you know, I'm a football guy. But I don't know if you ever seen remember the Titans. Of course, dude. I mean, it's one of the biggest grossing biggest movies <clears throat> of all time period. So, yeah. came out in 2000, I think it was a freshman high school. It did 115.6 million domestically, worldwide 136.7 million. So, I mean, just the whole story based in Virginia, like when they had to integrate the schools and like yeah. the racial tension, um, and for them to overcome all that long term. Right. You know what I mean, and to see like the hate that Coach Boone got, and you know, when Coach Yost was supposed to, you know, get inducted to the Hall of Fame and how they tried to throw the game and everything. And that's based on a true story, which is wild, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know? um, and unfortunately, some of that stuff still goes on today, but uh, like, julius and and uh, gary like how they were able to form a friendship through all that it's just pretty incredible man
1: in yeah that. and gary he actually uh got into an accident that messed his legs up mm-hmm. and then he ended up competing in in the olympics after i believe right yeah and and won yeah that was that's a crazy i mean there's just so many elements to it's one of those things where it's like they say reality is stranger than fiction you know right, right. yeah
0: and then they ended up getting back together because Gary died in a, another car accident two years right. later. Damn. Yeah,
1: I forgot about that part. Fuck. Yeah, man. Damn, man.
0: Wild. All kinds of emotions in that film,
1: man. Yeah. Um.
0: But yeah, I mean, the brotherhood and and how one team, one dream kind of conquers all, dude. It's yeah, it's a great story.
1: There's a lot of good actors in that too. Yeah. I love. I love like the scenes on the bus, like when they're you know they're finally they're singing. Right. And, right. Yeah. It's just. You don't even have to be a football or even a sports fan to kind of fall in love with that movie. Yeah, even appreciate it. Yeah. For what it stands for. It was, yeah, it was great. Right. No, I love that movie. I love that movie. Soundtrack's good, too.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, we used to call our boy Sunshine.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, he was dope, though, in the movie, too. Killed it. Just such a weirdo, and then all of a sudden he's got that arm.
0: The surfer, dude.
1: Yeah. No, that's a good one. Um... Alright, so yeah, my next pick, this was hard, dude. I had I had like two movies that I wanted to put in this place, but I finally just made a decision. Actually, I just remade the decision in my head just now. Um, so it's Karate Kid. Okay. The original. All right. And uh I remember see, like these movies, man, I picked because of specific times in my life. And just like you said, I think anytime these movies are on TV, I, I have to watch them. But also if these were the only movies I could watch for the rest of my life, it would bring me back to a time in my life that I first saw it. And I remember this movie specifically, I was with Chris. Mm. My, that's a mutual friend for the people that are listening. But I was with Chris. We're chilling at the house and my dad wants to, he sees it on TV and he's like, you got to watch this movie. And when I heard, cause I, I was taking karate when I was a kid. So like, when he said the title of it, I was like, Karate Kid, dude? Like, come on. And you know you hear that famous line, like, wax on, wax off. I'm like, oh, my God, this movie's right. going to be stupid. And uh, I just remember, like, once, once he put it on, I was like, damn, this movie, it has so many lessons in it. That's an, it's another one where it's just like you got the kid that's doing all these, this work, and he doesn't even realize he's learning discipline. He's learning how to fight. He's learning how to defend himself. And I love the message behind it. Um, Same way like sports related even. It's just like it doesn't matter if you win. It it just matters if you stand up to your bully or you stand up to whatever you want to conquer. And um, yeah, just great performances too. Like Pat Morita playing Mr. Miyagi. He doesn't even have an accent in real life. And he sounds like he came off the boat you know yeah he did a phenomenal job yeah he killed it and then i love i love ralph macchio obviously like he's he's awesome so i gotta ask have you watched cobra kai on netflix yet? i have i have i saw only season one and two though but it amazing the way they did it
0: yeah no it's great
1: so nostalgic like i didn't think i would like that either and then i watched it and i was like man and i come to find out the writers of cobra kai were really fans of the original movie so yeah, I just think it was a great, you know, rest in peace for for uh, to Pat Morita too, but no doubt. Um, I don't know. I just love that movie. I I, I even like the remake with Jackie, but that's because I'm a Jackie Chan fan. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, man. It's it's such a, it's just such a good movie.
0: It really is, and uh, yeah, Cobra Kai. Like I was late to that party. Yeah. But, like once everybody started talking about it, and
1: telling me how great it was, I had to go back and watch it. But were you a fan of the original movie too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, see, But so. it's like.
0: Like you said, with remakes, sometimes it's not, it doesn't live up to the hype.
1: It's usually never on par, but like, and especially telling it from the other side, like from Johnny's side, you know, it's like, I didn't know if I was going to like the guy. Yeah. He was such a, like an anti-hero. But he reminds me like,
0: not really myself in a way, but in a way, because he's kind of a smart ass. And like, yeah, when he's, all the kids are in the, um, they're in the dojo. And He just gives him random nicknames like he's like, hey, "Come on, tits, let's get moving." Yeah, 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 like it's just so <laughs> yeah. hilarious to me, man. I love it. Yeah, well, and he well, also,
1: um, real quick, like I like how Mister uh, Miyagi kind of corrects, um, he corrects Daniel and tells him that there's no such thing as a bad student, only a bad teacher. Like the lines like that really stick with me because that that's partly true. When you are a kid, you're kind of innocent, and it depends on. What type of coaching you get of how you're going to turn out, what attitude you have, and it's crazy to show like now that you brought up Cobra Kai, that like, um, what's his name again? I'm sorry, I just said it and I forgot it. Now the guy, Johnny, yeah, Johnny, Johnny was never like a bad guy. He just had bad guidance, right? So even though he still is like a rough around the edges character in Cobra Kai, when his teacher re shows up, mm-hmm. he's not with all that. You know, he does. He remembers that that guy was a bad influence. So yeah. it, it's crazy. As much as, like, he's rough around the edges, he had a worse teacher and, and doesn't want to be part of that anymore. That's so true,
0: though, and that translates. And I always say it's not what you know, it's what you can teach the kids. That's, mm-hmm. that's my philosophy when, when I coach. Right. Because you can know everything in the book. You can be the smartest person on earth, but if they're not able to absorb that information, it's kind of useless to them. Yeah. And you got to put them in positions to succeed. So right. I definitely like that. So I really struggle with this last spot. Um, I love to laugh. We always laugh. You know what I'm saying? Who doesn't like to laugh? But right. I had to go with Step Brothers, man. Oh, shit. I mean, <laughs> it's just one of those movies where I laugh my ass off every single time I watch it. Fuck. Um, Will Ferrell and, um,
1: and John O'Reilly, dude. Or John C. Riley. I'm sorry. He's a good actor, though, to be honest. Like, he's been in some serious shit.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know... It's not for everybody did you get like, the greatest reviews, but for me, I just think the shit's hilarious. Man. Classic, yeah. I mean, reminds me of my brother
1: sometimes. <laughs> did you guys get into it over your drum set?
0: No, oh, man, it's funny. Put your nuts on the drum set? <laughs> you touched my drum set? No. Oh, my God. Why are you sweating? I was watching Cops. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's dude, like it's fucking so stupid, oh, dude. Oh, I know. It's so stupid. It's funny, though, man. And Will Ferrell, like, he's in a ton of movies like that. He's just a fucking idiot. I heard he's, like, a really nice guy, though, in real life. Will Ferrell? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he is. This dude is nuts, though. He, he is a clown, dude. Oh,
0: man. But, yeah, I, I had a few others. Like, a couple honorable mentions for me was um Forrest Gump. Great mm-hmm. movie. A.
1: Life is like a box of chocolates.
0: I love you. J'Nai. <laughs> Lieutenant Diane Ice Cream. Oh, man. That was a great one. I mean, I struggled not putting that on the list, but... uh. Also, another funny one, dude, is Ted. I didn't do it because there's one and two. Uh yeah. But Mark Wahlberg, man, they killed it. I mean, it was freaking hilarious. Dude, let Sam me say- Jones is here, Jaddy. <laughs> He's got his hair
1: potted down the middle and everything. jetty Sam <laughs> Jones. Sam Jones is here. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Uh you broke my dick with the TV. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that movie's hilarious, man. And the singing too, because uh What's his name? Seth MacFarlane. He's yeah. he's like amazing talent, dude. No doubt. I didn't even realize he actually has like a he has like a jazz album. No doubt. He he's just different, dude. He Family Guy and um just everything that he created is is amazing. But yeah, Ted was uh that was like a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I love that fucking movie, dude. Oh, it's awesome. Man. I didn't really like the second one as much, but um the first one was was amazing. Yeah, the second one had I think more punchlines, but it was a little like
0: off the scale, but I mean, it was still hilarious, but the first one was, uh... Amazing, yeah, yeah hilarious. Did I, we, damn.
1: Did we get to your last spot? No, I'll, I'll say it right now. Actually, it's crazy that you brought up a comedy, like, I love the laugh, and I didn't pick one comedy in my shit. I mean, scissor hands had some funny moments, but it wasn't, it wasn't a comedy. Um, yeah, this, this, this is a wild pick right here, but, uh, <laughs> this movie meant a lot to me, and, uh, when I was younger, I was into horror movies, so uh The Exorcist. Okay. It's 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 such a good movie, dude. It was uh so different for its time and um the performances are all incredible. You got Linda Blair who plays a little girl and I think she was like fourteen at the time. And for her to play that character, I mean dude, you got a you got a chick who's fourteen years old who's stabbing herself in the vagina with a crucifix, dude. Like It's it's just so like they couldn't make that movie today with a kid. No and the the crazy thing is, man, is like the older I get, I know'm I am like a spiritual dude. I really do believe in in shit, like I don't believe in like ghosts and shit like that, but I believe in I believe in God and whatever, and uh it's crazy because the older I get, what I realize is the movie's not even about a girl that's possessed. It's about a priest who loses his faith and then a mother who doesn't have faith at all, but her daughter is possessed and she doesn't know what to do mm. and she the only one who can help her is this priest who doesn't have he's lo- He's lost his faith already so it's like a real it's a crazy struggle man like it's just actually a really well written film and i don't know i just the older i get i, I have like such a, a higher appreciation for these movies that i watched and my dad i remember like he wouldn't let me watch it when i was a kid i saw like a preview for it you know when you we used to go to Blockbuster, you get the VHS tapes and then it always has the previews of the movies, you know. Right. And so there was a there was a trailer for it that I saw and I was like, "Oh, I want to watch that." I was like, "What is that?" You know, I probably was watching The Addams Family or something and then there was a trailer for The Exorcist for some reason. And my dad was like, "Nah, you can't. You can't watch it. You're too young." And I was like, "Nah, I want to watch it, you know, just." So I, I just remember it being one of those movies that somehow I caught as a kid. I don't know how like I got my dad to let me watch it, but it just always stuck out with me. Take a guess at how much
0: that movie grossed box office wise.
1: Uh thirty million. No. A hundred million. No. A higher. Four
0: hundred forty-one point three million. The fuck
1: up. Yeah, talk about whoa I'd have to
0: we'd have to do some research and look at but that's gotta be up there as one of the top of all time what
1: the fuck dude and that's crazy, dude uh, I heard that people were fainting in the theater um, because of the scenes like her head spins around she's spitting up green soup and shit and I also heard that like afterwards just people they, they were throwing up really? you know leaving the theater they, they couldn't sleep I mean at that time it came out in the 70s
0: it's deep though I mean there's a lot like you describing that plot I mean, it brings up a lot of deep issues we can get into at a later time, but I could see how it could be captivating, but also, like, mind-wrecking at the same time, you know what I mean?
1: Well, just, I don't want to, like, harp on it too much, but one thing I will say is I was watching an interview with the director, and I wanted to tell you this, too, and I try to get my other boy, he doesn't really watch movies, but I try to get him to watch, like, these classics, and, um, He's like, yo, oh, I don't like horror movies, and that's the thing. To me, it's not really even a horror movie. Like a lot of these horror movies, you know, people get killed. They 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 do these jump scares. They just try to scare the audience. It's not. It's an actual story. And when they interviewed the director, they were like, "Well, did you realize when you were making the movie that it was going to be one of the greatest horror films of all time?" He said, "You know, I didn't think I was making a horror movie. I mm-hmm. I thought I was making a movie about a little girl and about a, this family. So it's like." A lot of times I feel like those approaches work the best. You can take any Stephen King movie or Stephen King novel. They're never – the drive is not I want to make something scary. The drive is like I want to tell a story about this family that's dealing with these issues. And um, it, it, whether they're paranormal issues or whatever, that's what makes the movie good because you fall in love with the characters. It's not about I just want to scare people and show some blood and guts.
0: Right. No, that's some good insight. Yeah. So, definitely a, um, a classic there. Do you have any honorable mentions you wanted to say? I do have one
1: more, by the way. Yeah, throw it out there. Empire. Oh, f- oh man. I love that movie, too. Great movie. John Leguizamo, dude. Yes, sir. Yo, so on that note, yes, Carlito's Way. Yep. Because we want to talk about gangster flicks. Like
0: We're going to have to make our own segment, an own fives of the week about gangster movies, probably, but.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, we'll, we'll touch back on the movie topic just because there's so many different genres, but. I definitely just had to pick some that um, were nostalgic to me. But honestly, dude, Carlito's Way, when you talk about gangster flicks, I love Carlito's Way in a sense that you have the main character who never ratted anybody out, did his time, comes back, wants to go legit, and says no to everybody, and still gets pulled back in somehow. And it's that classic thing. And then even when he does the right thing, spoiler alert, he doesn't kill John Leguizamo, even Mm. though he could. Right. He ends up. That's what bites him in the ass. Like that's what's so crazy about that movie. Such a good movie. And again, Al Pacino, killing it, right? Killing it. But um, no. So that that one. And then um, damn. I just had another one that I was gonna say uh, an honorable mention. I wanted to pick a comedy because I love. Oh, I gotta put Super Bad in there. Yeah, I thought about that too. That's such a good movie, dude. Um, and also uh. Little Monsters was the one that I wanted to put in place of uh, Karate Kid just because – have you ever seen Little Monsters, dude? That fucking movie is – A long time ago. Yeah, it's, it's like – I mean, it's one of those kids' movies, but it's, dude, it's fucking Howie Mandel and Fred Savage. Right. Ben Savage is in it, and it's got Daniel Stern from Home Alone. And, right. You know, it's just like – it's such a good movie, dude. And, uh, yeah, it's just one of my favorite kid movies.
0: Well, I mean, go ahead and uh... – well, for me, for my fives, just to do a recap, got the Shawshank Redemption, Scarface, Goodfellas, Remember the Titans, and Stepbrothers. That's amazing, though. It's amazing. Run down your list for them one more time.
1: All right. So I got a Bronx Tale, Edward Scissorhands, Akira, Karate Kid, and uh, what the fuck? Karate Kid. Sorry. Exorcist. Exorcist. Well, wow, I was just talking about it. $400 million, and I forgot it. <laughs> made it yeah. Made the box office. Only one of the biggest of all time. Yeah. Um it's so, just amazing. Well, we're gonna
0: talk about what we're gonna do for next week. Um, so I'm gonna let you guys' minds wonder, but we'll figure that out as we go. Yeah. And uh I just wanna bring this up because um it's either well, your boy Trump's in the news again. Okay. Um so he's potentially gonna come out with a new social media platform. Um, A lot of people think social media is the devil and we have too much of it already. So I just kind of want to pick your brain on what are the pros and what are the cons of social media to you as a whole? And then we can kind of dive in deeper if you like.
1: Yeah, so as a whole, I would say um, just as an artist or, uh, you know, someone who's trying to get my music out there or whatever, I think the pros are obviously advertising, uh, marketing, getting your stuff to as many people and connecting with people where you don't – especially in a time of a pandemic. You got to throw that as a pro just because if you can't go out and be face-to-face, you can still be face-to-face. You know, It's through a screen, but it still can connect people. Um, and also even through Facebook, like I'm not on Facebook anymore, but I remember – that was one of the ways that, until the 2016 election, that was one of the ways I could connect with people that I haven't talked to in years. I even got to this point where I was like thinking of people that I used to know yeah. that I haven't spoken to, and I'm like, let me just look these people up, um, and and I did get to reconnect with them, which was crazy. But uh, the the cons for me, because I just recently actually deactivated my Twitter, which was my favorite platform, actually. Um, the cons for me is like you you're getting you're getting too much information and if you're somebody like me who actually cares about what's going on in the world you're getting too much uh information and and you can try to fix things and you can care about issues but if you're getting thrown too many issues it's almost as if you're trying to clean your room and as you're picking up things, somebody's coming in and throwing shit on the floor <laughs> like, so you you, right. keep, you it's 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 really frustrating, and then on top of that, you got people you don't know who they really are. You don't know if you're talking to some fourteen year old kid or or a five year old or if you're talking to somebody who's thirty it, and you you're you're fact checking things, but then there could be false fact checks um there's just too much going on, man. And, and it's addicting too. Like it's just another thing that's addictive that can become habitual. Next thing you know, you're on fucking Instagram looking at models that, you, that aren't even real that have surgery for seven hours and you didn't do a damn thing.
0: Right. Yeah. The screen time is crazy. I yeah. Because I, I have to check myself at times. Um, just I need to get off it. There's times I'll just delete it off my phone. Yeah. Just so I can get back to the roots and, you know, have real conversations and not waste my time on it and do something productive. But like you said, the advertising is huge, especially nowadays, especially through the pandemic. Um, I'm sure businesses are thriving online. Mm-hmm. You can only imagine what Amazon did. Um, but it's a good way to connect with people. And I think if people use it in the right way, um, you know, it's, it's definitely, it can be beneficial, but you know, like we know about the cons, man. I mean, cyberbullying um with young people uh the negative energy that some people bring sometimes yeah. it's just too much and particularly for me it's it, when it comes to politics because i'm pretty in the middle on a lot of things you know there's some things i agree with on one side some great things i don't on the other side but it's like man people just push certain things too much it's just like overbearing It's so like, you don't want to open your page and see that every day yeah You know, they might just be like, well, get the hell off it. And that's honestly, that's what I do because I don't, I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you have, it's freedom of speech. Do what you want to do. Right. Right. But for me, I, I, uh, I guess too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Right.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's just too much of anything is bad for you. And, and I think you made a good point with just saying that you don't want to see this every day. That's kind of why I had to get off Twitter Because ironically, the reason why I love Twitter is what it became too much of. Like, I love Twitter because you have people that actually want to have conversations about issues that I care about. But it became like, because I literally left Instagram. Like, Instagram became, it's like, oh, I'm following a few chicks that have a nice ass. Right. And then it turns into like, why is my page just flooded with chicks and bikinis? That's like all I see now. Right. (laughs) And it's like, okay, like, what else do you have? Um, and then Twitter. So I go to Twitter and there's people, excuse me, there's people actually talking about real issues. But then sometimes you need a break with that. And that's all I was following because that's what I cared about. But it's like, I don't want to hear about Trump every day. Right. I don't want to hear about climate change every day. And um, yeah, it wasn't until I started my job where I'm working 12 to 14 hours a day where I realized like, damn, I just want a whole week without hearing any news because I'm too f- tired or i'm too invested in my job to even worry about these things and um i don't know man i i had to literally just deactivate because i'm like i just don't want to hear about this shit right now yeah i
0: actually deleted twitter a long time ago for some of the same reasons um you know i like i like to talk sports like i like to chop it up with people on there but then that could get crazy too because it just becomes, oh, well, I know more than you, and then it gets foul. People start, you know, calling you out your name and yeah. this, that, and the other thing, and it's just like, really? You know what I mean? You got all that courage behind a keyboard, but probably when you look at somebody in the eye, you ain't going to do nothing about it. Right, you right? just to stand there and be a little Yeah, I mean, polite. you're probably living in someone's basement with Cheeto dust on your hands, you know what I mean? Just talking mad shit, like, yeah. I mean, come on, man.
1: It's just not, it, it sucks, though, because, like, I'm always, I'm an advocate for, like, this is your device. You, you own it. Like you have hundred percent control and that is the truth. But like, the thing is, is I want to follow these people. I want to follow people that want to talk about these subjects, but it just becomes too much. And it's like, damn, like I'm the one that's at fault. Cause I'm the one following these people. I can choose to delete these people, but it's like, what's the point of using Twitter? So I guess for me, it's just I guess just log in when you want to deal with stuff and if you don't you don't but what I realized about myself is if that if that app is there I'm just that much more um I'm I'm that much more apt to click on it. Yeah. And I so it's like I got to deactivate this shit or I got to delete it from my phone, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. It it's it does suck though. It's and and I another thing to talk about social media even or just even dating like everything is moving towards this whole let's connect through screens versus real life and that's really scary too because i think this is one of the best ways you can communicate just like how you and i are doing this right now face to face that's where you really build a connection whereas like on on you know your dating apps i'm not not against it but it's not the same as face to face
0: yeah i always found it easier to kind of vibe with somebody face to face i enjoy getting to Know my friends and and new people face to face. It's just the old school way of doing it. So I was raised and brought up like that's just what I like. It's just different nowadays. Like they were even talking about social or Zoom anxiety because like all these meetings are happening and a lot of people are working from home. So it's just the world is changing and the more it changes, it's like I I want to pull back the reins a little bit. You know what I mean? And kind of go back to how things were as far as that.
1: My cousin brought up a good point too, that like, uh, you know, that saying, like when you're around somebody, it's like, oh, I just got a bad vibe. Like sometimes you just feel somebody's energy in the room. You know, somebody's weird or if somebody's off, like you can tell it's, it's, it's an energy that they give and you don't get that over the phone. I mean, you can sort of get somebody's personality over a phone or in FaceTime or whatever, Zoom, but you don't get the full effect of being in a room with somebody. You can kind of really feel their energy. And I think that it's so important when you're trying to build relationships with people whether it's for work or personal life, whatever, being in a room with somebody changes the game, and it's worth the cons. Like, the cons are obviously if you try to approach somebody and they reject you, it feels, it feels worse. Right. You know, it feels worse than me not getting any likes on Tinder or something. But at the same time, the risk is worth the reward because when you walk up to somebody and you hit on them or you try to shoot your shot and you make it, it feels amazing. There's, right. not, there's nothing like shooting in the gym for real. You can yeah. you can play NBA 2K all day, but you go in that gym and hit that basket, you're going to feel like a million bucks.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Great analogy there, too. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's good and bad things. I mean, you see how far technology has come. I and mean, look at us. We're doing a podcast. You know what I mean? We need uh, a platform to launch. You know right, what i Right, right.
1: So, we're sitting here talking shit about platforms. Yeah, we're going to no. go right on Instagram and be like, yo, check out our podcast, guys.
0: <laughs> and that's not what I want to do because I'm not – we're not trying to kill it at all Because right. we're just trying to – you know, play both sides and kind of understand, you know, the pros and the cons of it. And that way it's a good conversation to have. Yeah, so I think
1: the younger generation is really the, the generation that's going to suffer the most because I don't think they know the difference. They're kind of growing up with it, whereas we grew up without it. So we we know what both worlds are like. I still remember when the fucking phone was attached to a cord still. Yeah, no doubt. And you're trying to fucking reach the stove and you're putting the phone on your ear and, you know, you're yeah. like it's connected to the wall, you pull it out.
0: Dude I had to be home before the streetlights came on You know what I mean That's, yep. what, that's what, how we grew up Yeah You know what I'm saying And um You had the one phone And couldn't talk too long Cause mom would be on the underla-
1: on their, uh, other line What the hell uh, are you
0: doing What are you talking to blah, blah, blah. Yeah yeah Just I mean? pick
1: up the other line And she's talking to whoever you're talking to You're like damn yeah, ma what the f- I'm Trying to be a grown man over here Even right. though I'm 12 Right you're Trying to kick game a little bit Now know? these younger kids Are gonna have to It's like be in before your phone dies Type shit Yeah they think it's lit it's crazy <laughs> It's wild. So,
0: I mean, you got anything else you want to touch on as far as that? No, I think we covered everything. All right, so I'm going to rip into this sports report, Yeah, weekly sports report. So, tourney talk, uh, Sweet 16 this weekend. Um, So, by the end of the weekend, we'll have the Elite Eight going into next week. My final four picks are still alive. Gonzaga, Michigan, Baylor, and Houston. As of right now, it is Saturday night at almost 11 o'clock, so... Have to get an update, but so far, so good on that. Um, intriguing matchups. Oral Roberts, the Cinderella story. They got knocked off tonight by uh, Arkansas. Uh, they knocked off the number seven, Florida, and number two, OSU. So, a nice little run there. Busted some brackets, cost people a lot of money. Um, shout out to Oral Roberts, though. Uh, USC and Oregon, that should be a good matchup. Six versus seven. And then Michigan plays FSU. It's a one versus four. That's uh, tomorrow at five o'clock. So, that should be, um, Should be a good game, man. And uh, Michigan's a little banged up. One of their best players is out, so I'm not sure how that's going to work out for them, but they played a great game. Who's the player? Uh, Livers. Okay. Isaiah Livers, yep. Okay. So next thing I want to talk to you about um, is Deshaun Watson, the scandal. Um, So there's as many as 22 women that have came out and said he sexually assaulted them in massage parlors.
1: Another one bites the dust. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and it's you know, as athletes, as entertainers, as successful people, I think you automatically become a target. Um, and I don't want to say,
1: sound like you're victim blaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm
0: not even trying to get into that because. But if if the, those women are lying, mm-hmm. I think they should be prosecuted. That might be a hot take, but I think also if if he's if he's guilty, what they're saying is it's it's a horrible look man and it's 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 bad all the way around you know what i mean and he should have to face the music on that
1: yeah don't you think that i mean you're saying it's a hot take i kind of agree i mean i feel like if i lie that somebody raped me or whatever right or sexually assaulted me whatever i'm going to whatever you you were going to get charged with if i lied about it i should get charged with that
0: that's how i feel like i mean cuz that's not fair i think these guys are taught like when they go pro like yo, this is what you're gonna have to deal with this mm-hmm. situation because it happens all the time, right? And a lot of times, a lot of times it's settled like off the record, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I just I wonder and I kind of feel for them. because they're
1: like I said, easy targets. Um, did, did anything happen with? I don't mean to change the subject on the person, but do you remember when Kristaps Porzingis was going through his shit? Uh, vaguely, I don't, I don't know all the details. Though. I was gonna say it never really manifested, but. Apparently, he had, like, a leg injury while it had... Like, that's what was so weird about it. It was, like, he had, like, a knee injury, couldn't walk, but yet he raped somebody. It's like, what?
0: Yeah, and, like, all these these stories, the more and more it goes on, like, there is one in detail, you know, where she, like, says he came in, completely got undressed, first time meeting this woman, <laughs> you know what I mean, and uh kept telling her to put her hands in different places, and then saying he... Did his thing, like, all over. Like, it just, it was so ridiculous. Like, it was almost unbelievable. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and, and that's, it, even for us to say that, though, like, you know we're going to get some heat. Like, because it, it, it's, we're in a time now where you can't even push back. You can't even say, hey, wait a minute, can we just investigate? Like, yeah, you know, right, you got those right. hashtags, believe all women, and it's like, what? You act like women don't lie, or women don't throw their panties on stage, or don't, you know, it, it's, I it, don't
0: know. It goes both ways. And I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to, hey, you know, pro athlete, everything. You know, those guys right. are never wrong because it's not the case. Men and women both do wrong equally, I feel. Right. You know what I'm saying? so.
1: And you did say if he did this. That he's got to pay the piper, You got to pay the price.
0: Yeah. Uh, play stupid games, pay a silly price. You know what I mean? That's just how it is.
1: I mean, look at what happened with, uh, with Tiger Woods. You know, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, there's so many, Kobe. Um, there's so many athletes that that get in trouble for things that some of them is, is real and others is just ridiculous. Yeah, and then, you know, there's also the side
0: where when men are in a position of power, you can totally see them abusing that power too. Yeah. And using that to their favor and to their advantage. And, you know, I feel for those women that, have had things happen to them and they're scared to speak out because of repercussions, you know, and yeah. I'm not advocating that crap at all, dude. Cause I'm totally dead against it, but I just feel like let's get all the facts. Okay. What, what, what can we prove? I mean, will we ever know the, the honest to God truth? I don't know. Cause I've also heard that this lawyer that's representing the women mm-hmm. is the owner of the Texans neighbor. So didn't mind you backstory here. This dude wanted to get out of Houston. Right. You know, because he, he didn't like the way the team was, was going. Didn't like what they stood for. So he wanted to get traded.
1: So you think there's like a connection there? I
0: don't know. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist guy, but I'm just saying that it just seems a little odd.
1: It's too close to home there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Um, I just hope the the actual truth comes out for all parties involved because it's a young, talented kid that, you know, has a world in his hands. And But, you know, if those women are seriously victims, I, you know, I hope they get justice, too. But let's let the facts play out and let's, you know, before we hang anybody on either side, like, let them do their work, let them do their investigation, see what happens. I just don't like when people are are smeared, you know, when the facts aren't out. Well, geez, Philly, you sound really logical right now. You might get canceled soon. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, I mean, what the fuck, Just dude? for talking about something, you can get canceled. But hey.
1: We need evidence. Hey, cancel this guy. Right, right. You know, it's so fucking weird that we live in a time like that. There was a guy named, maybe you heard the story, but they made a movie about it. I don't think it did too well, the movie. But Because um, I delivered mail for the NFL uh, for a while in New York, the headquarters, and um, there was a guy that worked in the office, And apparently he was supposed to go pro or maybe he did go pro for like a year. His name was Brian. It was Brian something. I want to say Brian song, but it's not. Uh, Maybe you could look him up, but it's, it was Brian something. He was falsely accused of rape by this woman, went to jail or prison and fucking, she admitted that in a Facebook message that she lied Mm. and then he got released. And uh, it's like, are you serious? Like, but he's never going to get those years back. And I don't think he was able to even get into the NFL, or maybe he did, but his career at that point, he was out of high school. You can't wait too long before you hit the league. right? So yeah, his name was Brian something. And, I, yeah, they made a movie about it. But um, I remember just when I first started delivering mail, my boy was training me, and we would go past this desk and uh, say what up to him or whatever. I kept going, and he was, you know, he kind of whispered to me as we went on, like, "Yo, that's Brian." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Who?" So I don't watch football. Like, who? Mm -hmm. He's like, "Oh, yeah, he was falsely accused of rape and went to jail, and then, you know, they found out like she lied." And I was like, "What? Like, holy shit, dude!" So what happened? He's like, "Ah, he never got to go to the league or whatever, dude. For whatever reason, his career was was screwed up." And it's just a shame, isn't it? Because all that
0: potential, everything you work for. It's just snatched out from under you.
1: Yeah, over some false accusation, and nobody wants to talk about the fact that that's such a... You know, you could sue somebody for defamation defamation of character, Mm -hmm. but that's not the same thing. I mean, usually companies do that. We're talking about people's lives here, and normally when you get thrown in that category of, like, rapist or child molester or whatever, pedophile, you don't come back from those statements. So it's very important to, like you said wait until the investigation is up at least right you can't just you know i don't know yeah and it's it's just unfortunate
0: uh, i don't see any i actually don't see any winners in this because i don't know how you know i hope he can bounce back if he's you know acquitted of the charges but it's it's gonna be tough man yeah it's crazy So to end it kind of on a positive note, though, so uh, Alabama running back Najee Harris, uh, he's going pro this year. Um, His flight from Dallas to Birmingham was canceled on uh, Alabama's pro day due to lightning. So with no other options, this dude drove nine hours to Alabama's pro day by 10 a.m., and he wasn't even working out. All right, he just wanted to support his teammates. Like, how dope is that? That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I just... I think that's commendable. You know, it just shows the brotherhood that team sports kind of builds. Um, just to root, root your boys on, man. I mean, I just think that's a good teaching tool. You uh, know, I don't want to be that guy that's always just talking about the negative energy out there. Like, th- these guys should also be praised, too, because they do good things. Yeah, for you know sure. I mean, um, like Stafford, like, he, he made that field in downtown Detroit. Yeah, you know I mean? just
1: giving him back.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's such a big part of it. Uh, yeah so when just like they're held to that standard, like when they do good things, they should be uh commended to
1: yeah i believe I believe so too, and especially when they're put in a position where we kind of hold them up and we we create we give them this platform essentially like we we're the fans we we pay money, um same thing with like actors, you know if I'm paying for these movies, like that's why they get paid so much, like we're paying for this entertainment, it's cool to see these people that are in that position to give back to the communities that support them. Yeah, That's um, real quick, though. I just want to throw his name out there. The guy's name that was falsely accused is Brian Banks. Okay. And uh, he says he was expelled from Long Beach uh, Polytechnic High School. Um, he was falsely accused of dragging his classmate into a stairway and raping her and he spent five years in prison. That's right. And it was false.
0: I remember that. That's wild, Yeah, dude. it didn't
1: happen, dude. Can you imagine losing five years of your life to, oh. to something that you didn't do? Brutal. That's, that's just, that's the thing that, like, I feel like we really need to investigate. And I think what would help on that, too, is, like, not shaming the women as much. I just think it should be a neutral thing. It's like, okay, something might have happened. We should figure out. Um, I think what's weird, too, is, like, a lot of, a lot of people, I feel like, want, they would actually be happy like with the guy being arrested over him not being um not not let's say the story being false, mm. which is so weird to me because it's like you'd rather have a guy get caught for doing something bad and then go to jail for it than the thing never happened, which means a woman never did get raped, mm. she lied about it, wouldn't that be better? you know, but they want the man to just suffer, and so I don't know, that's just weird, but that's my opinion right crazy man so <clears throat> we have a lot you know
0: coming up we got the elite eight next weekend you got wrestlemania coming up in two weeks the nfl draft is coming up at the end of april so there's gonna be a ton of stuff we can talk about and get into i'm um, looking forward to that yeah so i guess the last thing um you brought up to me which i had to think about a little bit um i, I do like to have short-term plans so it
1: was a short-term five-year plan so I'll talk about it okay cool um yeah i See, I only have two things. I just thought about some, two things specifically that I wanted to have completed um, by five years from now. Really, it was three years from now, but I'm going to say five just because I started a new job and it's, you know, Corona's out here. Right. So I don't know what's going to happen. Are we out here. Yeah, we're, out, we're out here. But uh, two things I want to have completed. One, I want to have – these are both either ors actually because I have uh, two things in the works with both things. So, uh I either want an album or an EP to be finished, and this should be no problem to happen within the next year, honestly, because I have the material. I just have to buckle down and record, which is hard when I'm working 14 hours a day. Right. So that's that is a little bit difficult. Um time but, management, boss. Yeah, I definitely have to be better with that, and I want but I do want to have uh either my EP or an album done uh within that time. And I'm going to own all the instrumentals and everything. I, I, I really do want to have that complete. I just want to get that out of the way. And then if I want to keep making music, whatever. Uh, that's one thing. And the other thing is I'm also working on... I'm really just working on one, but I'd like to have maybe these two things. But either a screenplay finished or a novel finished. And nice. I know that's crazy, but I figure in five years I should, I should be able to have one of the two finished. Because a screenplay is only like 90 pages now. And a lot of it's dialogue and it's, it, it's the way it's structured. It, it shouldn't be hard to get 90 pages. Um, it might be, take a lot of rewriting, but I, I either want to do that or, I, or finish a novel. And in order to do that, what I might have to do is take a writing class online. And that's something that within the next month, I want to start researching because I don't mind paying for it. I mean, obviously, I, I don't want to enroll myself into some college. But I, I'd like to take a writing class online.
0: That'd be dope, man, because I think you can use writing on so many levels, especially in particular, something like that. Yeah. I really always enjoyed writing in English class. Like mm-hmm. I always thrived in it. Yeah. Um, cause like we talked about before, I had a short film written out completely. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was uh, it was kind of like a, a high school horror fi- film cliche type thing. But it, I felt like it, for a 17-year-old kid to write something like that, I, I felt pretty good about it. yeah. Yeah, my brother deleted it along with all my raps back in the day. So oh God. it all fell by the wayside. But needless to say, whooped his ass. Yeah, we got into it pretty tough. But uh yeah, no, that's interesting, man. I think those are two good goals. And um, you know, you definitely have the talent and the wherewithal to do everything you just laid out. So I would say with a little time management, dedication, and focus, man, I don't see why you couldn't achieve those goals at all. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt. So for me. Um, honestly, I have one major goal. I just, I want to get debt free. I want to not have to pay anybody anything. So Mm -hmm. if I can do that and achieve that by the
1: time I'm 40 years old, I feel like I'll be in in a good place for the rest of my life. Oh yeah, dude. You got this too. I know this, man. You, 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 you're probably one of the only people I know out of a lot of my, well, not, not the only person. I don't want to put anybody else down, but you, you're very conscious of, uh, your priorities. You, You got your priorities in order. I try
0: to. And, um it takes a lot of focus because finance is very stressful um, Mm. and it's easy to slip up in particular with credit card debt. You got to learn how to play the game. You know, credit is such a big thing. Like, to have good credit, it means you can basically get whatever you want at a cost, you know? Yeah. uh, You know, as you get older, you learn about interest rates and all that. And we can have a freaking financial show one day, but I don't want to bore all our listeners, you know what I mean? But it's, it's facts. It's real stuff that men, women have to deal with. And I think... Had I had a class in high school, I probably would have been better off. You
1: know what I mean? So I think that should be something that's taught, like, today in school. For sure. Uh, Credit, I mean, nobody talks about it. When I was a kid, I was always against. I didn't want, actually, funny story, I didn't want credit. I didn't want a credit card when I was a kid because I was like, I don't want to spend money that's not mine. Mm -hmm. And then I found out when I was 25, once I moved to New York, and I had to get, like, my own place to live, you can't live anywhere unless you have credit. And I'm like, what? And then what I also realized is when you're 25 years old and you don't have any credit, credit cards don't want to, these companies don't want to give you credit cards. Yeah. Because they're like, why don't you have any credit? And I'm like, well, I didn't want want a credit card. Yeah, but you're too old now. So they'll give you one when you're like 18, but they won't give you a credit card when you're 25. So I had to get a secured credit card where I put my own money on it. It was some bullshit, dude. And then I had to spend like, I had like a $200 limit it was just i know that's how it
0: starts it sucks but you know it's i remember going in for my first car thankfully my grandfather co-signed for me Mm -hmm. because there was no way i was getting a car just walking in there with no credit established you know what i mean it's crazy dude yeah it's it's tough man and you just have to be patient and steady it's like when i talk to people about it it's hard because i know i've accumulated a little bit of debt through my life you know you go through some hard times and hey you know got, got miles to feed. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Some of it was just stupid spending. Right. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a goal of mine and it's, it's not like insurmountable, you know, and there's ways to do it. So I just got to buckle down because like in a couple of years, my son's going to be driving, you know what I mean? Like there's all these other things you have to think about now. Yeah. You know what so I mean? Crazy. So, but, but also balancing, like also my grandfather told me like, don't ever get to the point where you're just working and living check to check, and you're miserable. Right. You know what I mean? You still have to enjoy the fruits of life. Make yeah. sure you have, you know, money set aside, and make sure you treat yourself once in a while. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think for me, whatever it is, I feel like life's all about balance, man. You know what I mean? The more you can balance things out, I think the better off you'll be, the happier you'll be.
1: That's that's 100%. I believe that too. Yeah.
0: So that's just, that's just kind of the way I try to manage that. Um, so, yeah, five years, hopefully uh, we can celebrate, have a toast.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, I think, I think that's totally doable for you, man. Like, yeah, you are one of those guys that, like, if I had questions, I'd definitely hit you up for for advice, whether it's financial or not. And I don't care if you're in debt or not. Like, you, and you definitely did, like, a, a 180 from how you were when you were younger, obviously. Oh,
0: yeah, for sure. Well, I remember, man. It was all about got to make sure I had some fresh air ones, you know, the freshest uh is fitted, you know, right. buying jerseys left and right. You know what I mean? Like doing stupid stuff. Like I wish I would have just saved my money and invested in some type of business or, uh, but you learn that it's all about trial and error, man. I always talk about that because sometimes you don't, uh, you don't learn as much through a win as you do through a loss, you know what I'm saying? And as long as you don't repeat that loss and what you did to get that L, you know what I mean? I think you could, uh,
1: turn it into a positive always. Yeah, I mean, it's funny too, cause like I'm definitely like more conservative with my money when it comes to like my clothes and stuff. But you'll see me blow money, like, on a $400 mic. I'll be like, oh, I need this mic, though. Or I need this laptop, or, need, right? Right, but-, but... But I'm wearing the same shirt five days a week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, got, I got three pairs of pants. I'm alternating for five, seven yeah. days. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just, uh, it just depends on what you want, what you want to spend on, and what you want to save for.
0: No, it's funny because,
1: like, you know, I used to tell, talk to my
0: son about being a shoehead back in the day. You mm-hmm. know, I had to have, like, the purple and yellow Converse just to match my Kobe jersey. You know now i'm I'm rocking Dad shoes, as he says, you know what I mean, oh my like God. the uh
1: the cheap fifty sixty dollar Nikes, but yo, I still make them look clean, you know what I mean? That's the thing. It's just it's about like just you being able to wear it's the way you rock it, yeah, it's not what you're rocking, it's the way you rock it,
0: yeah, man it, it's it's the
1: man that makes it, you know what I'm saying.
0: So if you have a glow about you and you're feeling good and confident, yeah. hey man, it doesn't matter. You' gonna be rocking. I won't be rocking Crocs, but I could probably make nah. some Crocs look solid, bro. I mean <laughs> no, I'm just playing. you fuck with those Yeezys though or no? No. Nah, no, nah, I am I'm just not a fan. I heard they sold out in like a minute though. Dude, that dude is
1: uh <laughs> dude, anybody that ever told that dude he was gonna fail just was was like beyond wrong, dude. <laughs> like everything <laughs> people said he shouldn't do, he was able to succeed at. Yeah, and it's and like he, dude. No, no offense to Jay Z, dude, but I feel like he did everything Jay did on a better level. And it, he was just an average dude, like you said. You know what I mean?
0: Was around all that stuff, but like made himself into this mogul, basically. Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. And it makes you want to aspire to do certain things like that. Yeah, it's crazy though to think like how Jay Z is actually one of my favorite rappers of all time. Oh, He's word, amazing, for sure. but yeah. it's crazy like how. Jay is a hustler too. I mean, yeah. dude, look what he did. It's like Rock Nation. He owns his own record label. He did. He had great artists. You know, he um he did the clothing line, the Rock Aware. He did the Sean Carter shoes. But it's like, Kanye. His clothes they're selling like crazy. His shoes they're selling like crazy. His company. He you know he's partnering with Adidas. He's doing all this shit. It's like, his raps are crazy. He's made classic albums. He's helped other people make classic albums. He's producing. It just doesn't stop, dude. It's like, and then look where he lives. He's just living on this fucking 100,000 acre property. He's driving tanks and stuff. He's hanging out with (laughs) Elon Musk. Right. He's just, it's incredible, man. No. It's incredible.
0: And you could do anything you set out to do, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? As long as you won't be, you have that mindset where you won't be denied, man. I think, you know, dudes like that prove
1: it in and out. He's out there, too, man. I'm not going to lie. He's He's got some some screws. They might be missing. Uh, he's definitely got <laughs> screws loose, but they might be missing. Like, he needs to – but but I respect him for being an individual, man, and I respect him for having sort of like an ignorant uh, outlook. Like, he's kind of like like a kid, like an overly grown kid. But he's he's talented, dude. He's, I feel he's, he's, he's him on that, talented. though. I feel like I'll never lose my inner child. You
0: know so what me mean? Either. Like, me neither. Like, I'm – I'm a 34-year-old man with grays in my beard, but I'll clown with anybody. You know what I mean? Because I feel like if you lose that entirely, like, part of you,
1: like, dies. You know what I mean? He's got, like, an innocence about him where, although it may come off as, like, arrogant sometimes or he'll say some stuff that he probably shouldn't say, but kids do that all the time. I don't know if it's part of his genius or part of his bipolar or whatever it is he has, but whatever it is, he's made it work for him, and I'm I'm proud of that dude, man. I think it's incredible. I I really, I'll always be a Kanye fan.
0: Yeah. Well, anybody that could, you know, make something of themselves and be an innovator and a pioneer, yeah. I I just you got to respect it. He laid the foundation for a lot of people. Yeah. There's no doubt, man. That's another discussion. You know, we're gonna have to get into. uh, What do you uh, more music too eventually?
1: What do you think we should pick for our next uh, our fives of the week? Have you Have you even like?
0: I thought about foods. Okay. I thought about maybe um, meals. Like I don't know. Like I guess your five last meals or your five favorite meals. Like what would they be? Oh man, that's a good one. I mean, that's a good one. I'm down with
1: that. Yeah. Oh, for sure, dude. I love food more than almost anything. Yeah. I'm so skinny, dude. I just keep eating. You know what's funny? I had today. I had uh just real quick. I'm trying to figure out how to word this, but I woke up. I had I had a bunch of coffee this morning. But I had some ice cream. I had like one of those Twix ice cream bars. Yeah. Freaking on the way over here. No. This is from work yesterday. Came home from work. I just want to talk about work. I came home from work. I got a chicken sandwich from McDonald's. I got a large chocolate shake with whipped cream and an Oreo McFlurry, dude. Bro. Smashed both of them. I wish I had your metabolism. Dude, then I woke up today, had a Twix bar ice cream thing. On the way here, had a McFlurry. Bro, if I did that, I'd look like Fluffy right now. <laughs> <laughs> For real, dude, I can't gain weight, bro. It doesn't, I, it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know what to do about it. And everyone's like, "You're so little, bro. Oh, it's cute." And I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> what am I gonna do, bro?" No, uh, people's metabolisms are different. Yeah, bro. it'll catch up to me though.
0: Yeah, eventually. But I
1: mean, my
0: brother is the same way. I got a brother that he can eat whatever and just Nick, doesn't right? gain weight. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a good thing, but you also it's also important to watch what you put into your body. Because I think it, you know it makes you feel good. You know, I try to eat something good in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know, protein bar and like some fruit, like a banana or yogurt or apple. And it just, it
1: sets its tone for the day. You know what I mean? I feel good, like right off the rip. You want to know what's weird is that how I was telling you about money and and clothes and like how, like, maybe I'll have like only three pairs of pants that I own. (laughs) No joke. But, uh, (laughs) and I'll alternate like five shirts, but, um, but then I'll blow money on other things. Same thing with like food. Like, yeah, I'll eat some ice cream and stuff like that like a lot but I don't drink anything I drink water that's all I drink water and black coffee yeah so it's like I'm not I'm sacrificing stuff like yeah. here and there. You know what I mean? Well, we all have our likes and dislikes. Yeah. I mean, it's
0: the same thing. You know, I, I, I've i tried to eliminate a lot of sugar from my diet. So, mm-hmm. like, I stopped putting sugar in my coffee like two years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, you use stevia once, or stevia? No, How do you no, say? I don't like any fake sugar. Supplements, either. yeah. Yep. So, I'd rather just, I put a little cream in and that, that does it for me. Unless I go to like Tim Hortons or Starbucks once in a great while, I'll just,
1: I'll make it give it a double 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 it is kind of good though like i mean it's funny my my mom has the cream with the sh- it's like sweet cream mm-hmm. and uh, i didn't know it was sweet cream so i put it in the coffee the other day just to just to like switch it up and uh do it was sweet as hell i was like damn kind of like threw me off a little bit I, was yeah. like, I don't really like it but i don't know like sometimes i, I pretend i like black coffee but i don't <laughs> yeah it just do- it, it doesn't taste fucking good at all mm-hmm. but uh Put some cream in there and it, it <laughs> tastes, but I I just I do drink it the fast, bro. But I I don't I don't know if I like it. Did you ever try hot tea? Because I tried tea and it just was not worth I it for me. I hate tea even more than black coffee. Really? Yes. I don't know why. Everyone's like, oh, you should switch to tea, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I tried it. It tastes like nothing. See, like, I do like
0: tea, but like I'll I'll put honey in it. Well, that's um, probably good. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of creamer too, and it actually. Oh, really? It, ho- it hooks it up. With the
1: creamer, you're right, dude. I forgot about that. You put cream in tea, it's good.
0: Yeah, it is really good. Yeah.
1: I think the Vietnamese do that. Like, you can get Vietnamese tea mm-hmm. and they do that. Um, but I don't know, man. It's just with fasting, I think coffee works the best for me. I'm used yeah. to it now. But to, if I'm being 100% honest, like, it's not it's not good. So weird how how good it smells versus how it tastes. Right. Yeah, it's strange. Like, even when it's flavored black coffee, it's still not the greatest. I know. Dude, I went to the... um When I was at work one time, you know, you have that machine. This is when I worked in corporate, and they have the machine, and you can pick all these flavors and stuff. And I'm like, all this shit tastes like shit. <laughs> it's like, whether it's French vanilla or the roast, whatever roast they have, I'm like, yeah. what's the difference? It tastes like an ashtray with hot water in it. Yeah. Like, it just... I don't know, but it smells amazing. It's like, oh man, fresh yeah. brewed. And then you sip it and you're like, Jesus, what is it? It's this? actually
0: like coconut. Like I actually like the smell of it, but I hate the taste of it. It's <laughs> That's crazy, so weird. Yeah. Right? And we have some uh in the K cups, you know. It and, doesn't uh, taste
1: how it smells. No, not at all. I see I like coconut after a while. But what I don't like is uh, actual coconut. Like, you ever broken open a coconut and yeah, you stick I a – that's nasty to me. I can't do it. But I like the, like, coconut snowballs and stuff that you eat, which is, like, fake. But right, right, I'll, right. But I will
0: mess with that. Yeah, it's loaded up with sugar. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think it's actually naturally sweet,
1: though. I, I think it is, too. It's sort of like bananas. Yeah. They uh, – what was I going to say? Oh, cinnamon, too. You ever had cinnamon without sugar? Dude, honestly, cinnamon, let me tell you something.
0: I put it in – Um, actually, I put it on my chicken and I grilled it. What? Not just cinnamon, like you know, I put my my normal. Uh, yeah, yeah, but what I, put made all, you just... I
1: had it with all the fixins. <laughs> <laughs> but what made you put cinnamon on it? Because it's um, a spice.
0: Yeah, actually, someone told me it was actually very healthy for you, and I tried it, and it tastes a bomb, bro. Like it, no it sugar though, it. right? No sugar, cinnamon, just cinnamon. Yeah, holy shit! You get
1: it as just like a regular spice, like yeah. you would. Yeah. Well, um, I didn't know it was a spice. I thought it was a sweet. I thought it was like a sweetener, and then I didn't. I, I freaking dude! I went and wanted to make cinnamon toast so i put butter on toast poured the cinnamon on the toast yeah. and ate it it was the nastiest shit and my i think it was my mom maybe or my dad at the time was like no nah, you gotta mix it with sugar like and i'm like every time i've had cinnamon before it's been with sugar and they're like yeah you put it in together and i'm like god damn i put i put the cinnamon on by itself <laughs> with know. the dude it
0: killed me bro. but honestly like I, when i told you i made that tenderloin the other day and I got peppers and you know uh potatoes in there, and I topped it off with cinnamon, bro. <laughs> oh, God. I'm telling you, man, and it it enhanced it. It was the best t- uh, turkey tenderloin I ever had in my life. That's wild. I don't know what it is. I gotta do more research on it, but I hear it's it's good for men in particular. I don't know if it's, it helps with libido or whatever, but um,
1: let me some of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, we could all use some of that. Hey, <laughs> No, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, I got to try that then. Next time you make that, I got to have some. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, That's so try wild.
0: It. Try it when you're messing around in the kitchen one day. I know, I don't know if you cook or not,
1: but. I don't, but but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, get, I get that from my ma. My, my ma. ma never cooked, so I'm, I'm blaming her. <laughs> right. She's going to hear this and be like, you, f-. no. <laughs> you, man. No, nah, it's not her fault. Hey, man. It's not her fault. We ate McDonald's a lot, you know. Hey. We ate out. No doubt. Yo, shit. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Mickey D's, right? You man. gotta eat Mickey D's sometimes.
0: But uh, yo, good session, man. Good yeah. talk. So we're gonna do fives of the week. Foods. Just foods. Yeah. You no, I'm I mean? mad
1: excited. I'm I got my five now, but I I'm gonna mean, wait. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't
0: like food, though? You know what I mean? Dude, we talk about it for days. Yeah. I, I'm gonna go in next
1: week because you know I'm a foodie, man. I like to cook and um. Yeah, I'm excited. I actually think after that one it's gonna be kind of hard to figure out what files we want. We're gonna have to start breaking down categories and stuff. But I think the audience will understand that, like, you know, we we kind of were broad in the beginning, but Yeah. We'll know, we'll get more uh, intricate as we go. There's so many things you can do though. You can do sports moments, you can do you yeah. know, you can do anything. So well,
0: oh, and you can limit it to a certain sport, a certain uh genre.
1: I mean, there's yeah. a lot
0: there's a lot of different ways we can go with it. So
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, y'all. Yeah, man. Uh Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll see you next episode. All right, buddy. Be good.